Hi, everybody. This is the MRP Tech Podcast, episode 193. My name is Matt, and this is the weekly podcast discussing everyday tech for everyday people. It has been about three weeks since I recorded an episode for the podcast, and the thing that I wanted to do today is um, there's a a couple of tech topics that I want to get into, but I sort of want to give you an update on some things that have been happening with me and and the reason why I've been off air for a little bit. Now, if you remember way back in the um, first week in October or something uh, around that time, I gave an update on the uh, caves that we went and explored. And I may or may not have mentioned um, that uh, exiting one of the caves, I sort of hyperextended my hip a little bit. And um, when I did that, um, I was pretty beat up for a couple of days. And um, and it's, it's a brutal hike to begin with. Uh, as I mentioned, it's, it's way out in the middle of nowhere, no trail. Um, it's pretty rugged terrain. And uh, climbing out of the cave, I, I mentioned I, I hyperextended my hip and uh, pulled a bunch of muscles in my leg. So um, life went on and I, um, you know, I'm, I'm quite active. I, I walk three times a day with my dog and um, travel back and forth to work, driving about an hour each way. And um, also... Um, you know, the, the bustle of, of working in the school district, up and down the halls, up and down stairs. Um, I just uh, kept aggravating these muscles in my leg and um, it came to the end of October and it was starting to feel pretty good. I had about, oh, I'd say three or four days where things were uh, relatively pain-free and, and I was starting to... Um, uh, get back to a normal routine. And um, I figured that being muscles, uh, you know, weakened muscles, it's better to keep them moving. So I decided to go for an easy hike. Now there's a there's a little hill in the town that I live in. Um, it, it's, uh, it is a mountain, but it's, it's, it's barely anything at all. And I figured I'd go climb up this mountain just to stretch my leg out a little bit and, um, and um, you know, hopefully start building up some strength back in it. And um, so I went for a hike the last week in October. And um, basically, um, on the way down, I slipped and fell and re-aggravated all these muscles in my leg. And it's been pretty painful experience. And um, it's been about, uh, I'd say, three weeks now since that happened. And um, I really haven't been motivated a whole lot to get on air and, and uh, record a podcast or, quite frankly, to do really much of anything Um it's it's a it's a weird situation. I I'm not normally like this, but I've been kind of down and out for for a little while, and seems to be getting better very very slowly. Um, I've had similar muscle injuries in the past, and in the past it took up to six months for those to kind of heal up. And um, so I'm 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 hoping that over the next month or so things are going to slowly get better. Um, so there are good days and bad days and today happens to be a pretty good day. And I was hoping to, um, get on and update you just so you're not concerned that the podcast is going away. Um, there are some 
end of the year podcast that I really uh, love to do is sort of a tradition here on the show. I'm going to probably do those. And if I if I'm feeling good, I'm going to keep recording. And um, if not, it, it may be January before I, I get back on air again. Um, I, I don't I, now I just said January before I get back on air. I think I'll probably record some episodes before then. But just in case, I want you to know that um, that's what's going on. I, I hurt my leg, and it's it's more hip related than and muscle related than anything else, I believe. And hopefully, it's nothing um, that's going to require surgery to fix. But I won't know until I uh, get an MRI done. And uh, right now, with COVID uh, being spiking in my area and that type of thing, um, I'm and 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 things relatively improving on a daily basis. I'm I'm hesitant to go and 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 do that right now. That could change. So that's what's going on. And I, I thought I would cue you in on that. And and as a listener, I want to provide you those details only because, um, you know, podcasts come and go, they disappear. And um, really, I have no plans in doing that because it's something that I enjoy doing. And I really would like to hear from you, uh, especially during this time where I have a little bit of downtime. You know, where do you want this podcast to go? What do you really enjoy out of this podcast? Um, I would appreciate some emails. You can email me at mrptechreviews at gmail.com. And uh, this is sort of something that I've been thinking about over the last few months. And where do I want to go next with this podcast? Because I go so many different places, and I really enjoy jumping from topic to topic. And, um, you know, in the past, I've, I've been an advocate for open source software, and I have, um, I, I use open source. I don't remember the last time I bought a piece of software, and I, I enjoy talking about those topics. I enjoy talking about these little um, adventures that I go on, and these, these um paths down history that I talk about. And, um, you know, in the meantime, this is, this is who I am. And it's not like this is a, a vlog or blog or whatever, but the things that I research on this podcast, I use in everyday situations. And I cannot explain to listeners how many times I've used the things that have been brought up in this show in in everyday life, whether it's benefiting students or other teachers, when COVID hit, um, one of the first things that I did is I told all the teachers in my building about OBS, and several of them, you know, um, are still using it today. Other teachers are using just uh, Google Meet and whatever is simple for them, but uh, other science teachers are u- using OBS, utilizing um, the things that I have shared with them. And had I not uh, been podcasting, I would have never come across this, these types of things. So, um, so yeah, what I do on this podcast benefits me in so many different ways. I'll give you another example, this whole live streaming thing on YouTube, um, with OBS. Um, I started live streaming concerts with that. And I, I was able to, um, basically if I'm, I'm, when I was performing monthly right now, we're not, uh, just because of the whole COVID thing. But, uh, when we were performing monthly, we had people, uh, you know, in up here, we call them snowbirds that, uh, fly South for the winter, you know, and they may go to Florida or other places and they, they would come monthly to watch our performances. And those people had an opportunity to tune in live and, and listen to us. Uh, it was kind of cool when we, somebody mentioned that they were in Costa Rica watching one of our performances. And 
the other reason I would do that live stream was so that my music students could um, could actually watch professional musicians play. And the thinking about that, my school district's an hour away. I know my students aren't going to drive, drive an hour to come up and see the band play. But if I can give them an opportunity or give them some extra credit for watching a live performance, then... Um, it benefits them. So the things that I do in this podcast are extremely beneficial. And um, there are times when I, I, I feel like uh, life is busy and life is extremely hectic. But at the same time, this is one of my favorite things to do. So it's not like that I'm, I'm, I'm giving this up. I'm Consider, I'm, I'm considering where to go next with the show. And it really is going to just be more of the same. Now, I do have um, some friends of mine that I'm uh, considering bringing on the show either on a temporary basis or a once in a while basis. And just to have an extra voice once in a while um, to, to uh, bounce ideas off of. And I think that'll be more fun for listeners. Um, and I'm going to bring back some old guests on the show as well, especially as we start gearing up for episode 200. Uh, we've got about seven episodes left. Um, so the other things that I'm sort of um, considering in the future are changes to my website and, and things like that to more um, sort of bring it podcast oriented rather than um, tech review oriented. And I still enjoy doing tech reviews. I, um, it's not something that I really want to do anymore. When I first started doing this, I was, I was, you know, thinking of, of, um, you know, um, collaborating with the local Best Buy or something like that and, and, um, test driving products. And that, that really doesn't interest me as much anymore. And as, as my interest changed, so has the show. So that is kind of, where I'm headed with this. And first of all, before I kind of get in and give you some some things that I've been doing lately, um, go over to podnuts.com and and check out all the shows. Uh, all the previous uh, MRP Tech Podcast shows are there. It's listed under the shows. Go down to MRP Tech Podcast. But there's a lot of great shows on Podnuts as well. And when the great thing about being a part of Podnuts is um, there's no pressure to put out a weekly show, even though that's what I try to do. If I if I am uh, uh, an idiot and I, I take a slip and fall down a mountain and re-aggravate my leg um, and I don't put a show out for a couple weeks, it's not a big deal. And um, I really appreciate uh, their support over the last few weeks and months because there's been a lot of craziness behind the scenes, not on, on, on with Podnuts, but in my own personal life. And um, just having this opportunity to come on and talk to you about some, some tech topics is kind of fun. Now, what I did right before the show is um, I actually upgraded a Pop! OS um, 20.10. And um, there's, I've been meaning to, to mention this to you all. And, and I, I mentioned Pop! OS before on the show. Um, on the Pop! OS page, 
Uh, it says Pop OS is an operating system for STEM and creative professionals who use their computers as a tool to discover and create. Unleash your potential on secure, reliable, open source software based on your exceptional curiosity. We sense you will have a lot of it. Um, now, other podcasters have been recently talking about Pop OS, and I have been talking positively about Pop OS since I got my, um, I purchased my System76 laptop about two years ago, and I have not remove Pop! OS from it. It just does everything that I need. It is one of the most stable Linux distros that I have ever used. And part of that reason is it's based off Ubuntu. And part of that reason it is, um, it is uh, sort of polished up by the um, company that makes these laptops. And um, it's their vision of what a Linux distro should, should be. And just constantly there's adding adding new features that I really sort of enjoy and it's funny because Pop OS got a lot of um, bad reviews at first and I didn't quite understand it um, because I have knock on wood um, never had an issue with Pop OS and that is something that I cannot say about a lot of different Linux distros. Now, uh, granted, over the last few years, Linux distros have really um, just been steadily improved upon, polished upon, um, and and there's a lot of great distros out there. Um, Ubuntu has come a long way um, in, over the years, from the Unity days now to back to GNOME desktop, and you know I have kind of run the gambit of all these different operating systems from Ubuntu to Fedora to uh, Manjaro and Arch and um, and Tergos back in the day and MX Linux. And I really have a workflow that I really enjoy. And when it, when it works, it is, um, I, d I don't go anywhere else. And I distro hop for years and years and years looking for what I consider to be the perfect Linux desktop. Now, there is no such thing as a perfect desktop, and I think we all understand that. You know, there are great things about Windows. There are terrible things about Windows. Good things and uses for Mac, and there are limitations with it. And same thing goes for Linux, and I believe we all know that. But the thing that I really enjoy about Pop! OS is it gets out of my way. And to kind of give you an idea of, of all this, um, when I am working on, on everything, okay, um, one of the biggest lifesavers for me, as far as Linux goes, Linux goes is time shift. Uh, that backup tool is just on standby all the time. Every day I, I back up an image and just in case there's an issue, uh, time shift is there to, to restore my, my, uh, image back to its previous state. Just something that I encourage everybody who's using Linux to to install that. Um, really, if you don't have time shift on your machine, um, you, you're sort of gambling. Um, it's the easiest backup tool that I've ever used on Linux. And, you know, it's, it's just that extra bit of security in case something does go sideways when, when you're... Um, updating or if you're uh you installed something that that created conflicts or whatever 
So, so yes, I have this System76 laptop. And if you don't know, in the past, I've talked about in school, in our technology club, we have an identical, identical model of laptop. And it was running an old version of Ubuntu for uh, a long time. And COVID hit, we didn't update it. And um, I, I don't what was it? Uh, Ubuntu must have been 1810. Um, because we missed the 2004 update. And, um, and then um, the 2010 update just recently came. So I tried to update it. And uh, wasn't hitting the repos. It wasn't doing anything that it was supposed to do. Um, I, I tried all sorts of different things to get it to update, and it wasn't finding the new update, uh, OS update. It wasn't doing anything that that I, I tried, and um, it was because it, it, the eighteen ten or whatever version it was on is only on a nine month life cycle, and it was well beyond that. For some reason, um, I probably could have fixed it if I wanted to, but. Um, really what I wanted to do was have a, an updated system, uh, before my class came in that afternoon. And, uh, so what I did is I, I pulled down Manjaro and I haven't used this in years. Okay. And Manjaro is, um, if you go to their website, manjaro.org, Manjaro is a professionally made operating system that is suitable replacement for Windows or Mac OS. Multiple desktops environments are available through our official and community re- uh, additions. And, um, so Manjaro is arch based and it's been years since I've used arch and I really wanted to, um, to get back into that environment, uh, at least on a, a limited basis. So on this school computer, I, I downloaded Manjaro and I, I installed it. And of, of course I've had, uh, taking a step backwards, my introduction to Manjaro was, um, my introduction to Arch. And it was one of the first Arch-based distros that I used. And I I used it, I would say, probably for about six months before I switched over to Arch. Um, And I sort of just kind of got used to the Arch world, what Arch was all about, that bleeding edge software, new updates every single day. And um, I I sort of just got used to, to Manjaro for a long time. Then I ran Arch for, I would say, a good two years and never really had an issue with Arch. Um, I think I switched laptops at the time, and I really didn't want to go through the whole Arch install again, so that's when I switched to Antergos. Now, Antergos is no longer uh, with us, so to speak. That that um, distro has gone away. Um, I would have installed Antergos this time around if it still existed, but I thought I'd give Manjaro a try. Uh, and boy, am I pleasantly surprised on how far this distro has come in recent years. It's been, been, I would say a good four years since I've, uh, tried it out. One of the most impressive things that I, um, really liked about it and, um, did not expect because I've sort of been away from the, the arch world for so long is that the AUR is now, um, built into the software center. So all the, that software in the Arch user repository, it's basically just one click away. Um, you don't have to uh, do any crazy command line stuff anymore to get that stuff installed. And it really makes for a pleasant uh, user experience. And so um, I sort of was challenging myself to uh, get a system up and running before I had to uh, live stream 
for one of my music classes because we're doing the the half in school and half virtual thing. And I wanted to uh, blow away my system and reinstall on sort of a limited basis and try to get everything up and running, uh, Google installed, Chrome installed, um, and just, just to have something like Google Meet open. And um, I, I was done in like 20 minutes. It was it was super, super easy. So I want to give Manjaro just a quick shout out for um, how far it has come over the years. This isn't a full review, but if you're looking for um, something that is a relatively easy to use Arch Linux install, um, Manjaro has always been one of my favorites. Now, I will say that I'm not um, a huge fan of the color scheme, but that's all very simple. Um, you know, the green green theme, um, just um, it looks okay, but it's not really my favorite look, but that's their brand. That's what, that's what they're going for. And it's not that I hate it. It's just uh, never really been my thing. So, but that's easy to fix in the theming and everything like that. Uh, the system is just rock solid at this point. So wanted to share that with all of you. Um, that's what I'm using as far as Linux distros, Pop OS and Manjaro. And both are great. And both are completely different environments. Um, one of the other things that I have been doing recently, uh, I've been using uh, I've been using that PlayStation emulator that I talked about, PCSX2, PlayStation 2 emulator, uh, with my... PlayStation 4 controller. Um, there is a tutorial online to get a PlayStation 4 controller to work via Bluetooth and have no issues with that. And the command for that is um, DS4DRV. Uh, that's the, that's the um, application that runs to try to find PlayStation controller. And there's a setup for that um, online available and teaches you how to connect with that uh, PlayStation 4 controller. So um, that is something I started doing during COVID, and um, just something that that kills a little time when I'm when I'm looking to play a few old games that I have. So um, other than that, that is the update for the podcast. And um, the idea was to get on air really quickly and just kind of give you an update and say, hey, this is what's going on. Uh, the show's not going away. I banged myself up a little bit pretty good. And um, hopefully within the next four to six weeks, things will be back to normal. And um, and um, hopefully as, as the, we get through the holidays, um, you know, we'll we'll uh, get back to normal routines here and I'll be recording weekly because that's I really do try to get a weekly episode out if not every two weeks so um, just keep that in mind uh, keep keep subscribed to the podcast it's not going anywhere it's just uh, it's been taking me about four times as long to get anything done uh, I was limping around for for quite a while the limp has has pretty much gone away at this point so uh, it's just still dealing with some muscle things and um, so anyway, uh, that's the update on the show, and I'm gonna—I'm really looking forward. I've got a couple of good friends that I want to invite on the show, uh, a couple of old guests that have been on the show before. I want to get them back and, and start talking some tech topics with them, and um, really sort of start bringing this 
podcast to a, an, another level. Uh, I have lots of goals in mind for that. And I appreciate all of you listening. I appreciate those who have listened for years and years and years. Thanks to Door to Door Geek and Podnuts for um, producing this show. I uh, appreciate that very much and for their patience over the last few weeks when I've been banged up. So um, that's going to conclude this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye.